And it's uh, 2 p.m. exactly in San Francisco, and that means that we finally have the honor of talking to Stephen Pope from one of, uh, of the greatest bands on earth ever, Waves. Stephen, how are you? <laughs> I'm great. How are you doing, Guillermo? I'm happy, man, to talk to you, to be honest. It's, uh, you know, we're happy that you guys are releasing uh, new music, and for you to be here at KXSF is great for San Francisco, I can tell you that. I'm very happy to be releasing new music, too. I'm, uh, it's been a long time coming, and obviously there's been a lot of hiccups, but totally. we're ready. Where are you at this very specific moment? I'm in Los Angeles right now. L.A. Cool. Um, yeah, I've been in I've been in Memphis, Tennessee for the past couple weeks. Okay, because uh, my family's back there, so I hadn't seen them since all the pandemic stuff started. So once I got vaccinated, I went out and saw my family for a bit. Nice man. I mean, yeah, it's it's it sucks, man. A lot of folks were in the same situation, but it's looking a little bit better, I think now. I hope so. Yeah, it seems to be better, but. Uh, you know, hope, hopefully it stays stays the course. Totally, man. Well, like uh, again, like I said, it's an honor to talk to you. Uh, you guys released a couple of new singles in the past what uh, past month. The first one, "Sinking Feeling," on March the thirtieth of two thousand and twenty-one, and it's a great, great song. And two days ago, you released uh, "Help Is on the Way." Yeah, and I, I think we're releasing another one soon too. Awesome. Let's talk about. Might as, might as well just put out as much as you can. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, let's talk about those two singles. Uh, when were they recorded? What? How was the creative process behind them? Were these recorded or in lockdown, or how? How did they work? Um, let's see. Sinking feeling was a demo that Alex Gates, our guitarist, had, uh, and it's probably about five years old. But huh. the demo he originally had, it was more kind of 90s alternative rock and it was about double the speed and it sounded a lot like a like a whole song okay and and i liked it that way but once we started recording the album with dave stitek i think the feeling of everything kind of changed a little bit and we slowed it down and made it a little more melancholy and i i really liked the way that turned out Totally, I was gonna. I was gonna tell you that it sounds a bit different from the from you guys' sound, you know, from uh, from what you guys have done in the past. Uh, what inspired this song, or, or the or the final product of it? Um, you know, for some reason, uh, even though a lot of our songs end up kind of sounding like a happy, fast-paced rock song or something, uh, the lyrics tend to go into darker places. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if that speaks to something a little deeper or not inside of us or if we need help. But uh, it's, it's, for some reason, it's, it's sort of an optimistic song, but it is basically about kind of feeling like you're trapped and things are closing in on you and needing to, to escape. And I think a lot of the album is kind of about escaping also. And that's why it's called Hideaway. Totally. But, uh, uh, but yeah, since the pandemic started, I think the feeling slash the meaning of a lot of the songs have kind of taken a new form. Because now, I don't know how much of an escape we need anymore, at least from normal society. I think everyone's ready to get back. 
Totally, definitely. Yeah, exactly. I was gonna, I was gonna tell you exactly that. Like, you know what's funny? Uh, a few bands that we have interviewed in the past during the pandemic, uh, who wrote albums before the lockdown, they told us kind of the same thing that the songs uh, they they caught a different meaning during the lockdown. You know, or, 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 you know, instead of uh, what was written originally for. Yeah, it, uh, it, I think a lot of these songs were written at the end of, you know, a good three-year touring cycle that we had. Okay. So I think none of us had had any alone time to speak of or anything. So yeah. I think part of wanting to hide away or just the, the sinking feeling of things closing in on you Totally. came from the lack of personal space. Okay. But now that we've basically been overwhelmed with personal space and forced into it because of the pandemic, maybe we're realizing that we didn't need to we didn't need to escape for that long, I guess. Exactly. Uh it's been what, three, four years almost since uh the, the most recent album that you guys released uh you're welcome in, uh, from 2017 what what did you guys do uh during those uh, four years obviously 2020 doesn't count because you know we all lost that year i guess but uh what about uh, the other couple of years uh i mean we we toured on that record a lot okay. and then probably beginning 2019 we started working on the new record and we we demoed a good 40 or 50 songs and we went into nice. several different studios and even worked with a few different producers and we scrapped some things totally and then reworked songs like we did with Sinking Feeling. And so we spent most of that time or 2019 and half of 2020 just recording and Perfect. writing. Awesome. So, so there's... Uh, there's nine tracks on the album, which is uh, pretty, pretty cool. And it's going to be released uh, via Fat Possum. You guys are going back to Fat Possum. How does that feel? Uh, I love Fat Possum. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I grew up in Memphis. So Fat Possum is based in Oxford, Mississippi, which is about a half-hour drive from Memphis. Totally. So I spent my formative years kind of, I would go to shows down in Oxford and I was very aware of what Fat Possum had done. And, uh, we've had, I don't know, we've always had a great relationship with them and I, I'm glad to be back because the last one we did ourselves and there are a lot of things to be said for putting out a record yourself, but it's yeah. also a lot of hard work. So it's kind of nice to not have that burden of like distribution and stuff. Like that's not how our brains work. It's nice to be able to kind of focus on the art. Yeah, yeah, and they're amazing. I mean, it's an amazing uh, one of the most. You know this obviously. One of the most important music labels in the world. Oh, Fat Possum. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, and the the reissue stuff they have is amazing too. I love like. I mean, they have the whole T-Rex catalog, and oh, they yeah. have Al Green, like, it's yeah. very, and then all the old blues, all the Delta blues stuff, that's a pretty diverse roster of fantastic music. Yeah, really, really cool stuff, man. Hey, dude, you guys been around for what, like, uh, 13 years already? Almost 14 years? Yeah, 
we're getting old dude you know like you know i remember like you know listening to your to your to you guys's first album like in in 2008 and stuff and you know since then i've been a, a big uh, follower of of you guys how do you feel as a musician as a human being you know uh, looking back and, and you know knowing that you've been around for so long already um i feel old <laughs> first and foremost but uh Uh, I'm starting to be sore a lot and health <laughs> problem, uh -huh. but uh, no, it's pretty it's pretty amazing because the lifespan of a band is generally a pretty short one, and the attention span of an audience is also generally a pretty short one. So the fact that we're able to still play to an audience after close to 14 years is pretty amazing and humbling and. It's a very nice feeling that people actually still care. Totally. I mean, like, like for example, uh, King of the Beach, you know, that that's a legendary album from you guys' uh, catalog. Uh, you know, even uh, Afraid of Heights, it's also a masterpiece. When you guys are writing a new album and you guys know that you guys have you guys have created, like, such great records in the past, do you guys feel pressured by it? How do you feel about it? Or you just don't care and you just write what, you know, whatever? Um, yeah, I certainly feel pressure. Um, I pay attention less to what people say and what the press says totally. now. Yeah. Just, uh, I guess that's part of getting older. And also there's a lot of negative things on the internet that I yeah. <laughs> totally. don't like hearing because, I mean, it does, you know, it feels good if people respond well and they like what you put out because it, it's, uh, It's sort of a difficult thing to do to work on something for so long yep. and then have someone listen to it for half of an hour and form an opinion that goes out to the world about it. Yeah. And uh, so it is, it's a little nerve wracking putting things out, but it's, I don't know, it's exciting. And when, if people care and when they like it, That's a really good feeling, and it's great when somebody totally. connects with it. Yeah, one of the things that I love about you guys, about your band, is the music videos that you guys produce. They're, they're like proper films. They're beautiful. They're, you know, they're really, really well produced and filmed. Like, for example, Sinking Feeling. It's a pretty nice uh, music video. When did you guys film that? Um, we filmed it during last year and then some early this year. Uh, our friend... Jesse Lirola, who's a, mainly a photographer. Yep. Uh, we met him when we did Grand Theft Auto V. He was the Rockstar Games kind of yeah. in-house photographer. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he lived in Chicago, and we always hung out with him there. And then he moved out to L.A. a couple years ago. Okay. And he's just a bud of ours who happens to be very talented. <laughs> so we got a... We got a good deal, and we're able to use nice cameras and stuff. Hell yeah. uh, and we, I think that's part one of three videos that we filmed that kind of will run together in a story. Excellent. Uh, so what? which other tracks are part of this story? If we can know, if we may know. Um, I don't know if I'm supposed to say that or not. <laughs> the, the next, yes, the next single that comes out okay. uh, is the second video though and then i don't know when the third video comes out probably with the album i would assume but excellent cool 
But we know that really, really cool stuff is coming uh, for the world. That's amazing. Uh, how about uh, the creative process for you guys? How how do you guys work? How uh, do you guys have like specific moments of the day of the night uh, to create, or uh, it just comes from uh, whenever? It's like uh, you know, like you're condemned to be creating uh, continuously. How does that work for you? Um, I think we all. It's all just kind of sporadic moments, like. Cool. You know, we'll, I think each of us will go through months of not feeling inspired at all. Then all of a sudden, I'll get an email from Nathan or Alex, and they'll have 10 attachments of 10 different demos they did nice. that day. So we do a lot of just emailing demos back and forth between each other uh, because we all live in different places at the moment. Yep. Um, and then when we were recording with Dave Sitek, once we had the demo sort of fleshed out, uh, then it became, it was a structured way of recording, but it was a very odd structure. We usually didn't start till about three or four in the afternoon because mm -hmm. Dave had a rule yep. that no recording was to be done before lunch. Okay. And, <laughs> and, uh, we would usually work till like four or five in the morning. Dave is, I think the producer, Dave Sitek thrives at nighttime. Um, if you follow him on Instagram, you'll see him like live streaming him, just okay. editing tracks, nice, just chugging espresso and smoking weed and working all night. Hell um, yeah. He is an intense guy who is <laughs> a super talented producer and we're very lucky we got to work with him. Totally. Dude. And yeah, totally. I mean, we're going to hear it on, on, on the tracks that you guys have released, uh, the new singles. What about uh, live gigs? Do you guys have any plans uh, to play live? I know it's a very difficult question. Like here in San Francisco, we moved to Yellow Tier, I think, uh, yesterday, I think, or today, which means that we can have indoor gigs already here in San Francisco. However, no one is booking anything because, you know, like people are being extremely careful about it. How's, uh, how are things for you guys uh, in L.A. or uh, the other cities where the band members are? Um. We don't have anything booked yet. Okay. I think we have, I mean, I think we have uh, some overseas gigs booked like next summer of 2022. Cool. But uh, we don't have anything booked this year because I think we just want to be safe about it Hell and yeah. want to be sure because we've already, I mean, I, I know most other bands too, but we had several tours that we announced last year and then canceled or rescheduled and i think it's just we would rather know for certain that a gig is going to happen before mm -hmm. we announce anything exactly so i'm i'm hoping that it's later this year hell yeah that would be great because it's, it's i'm itching yeah it's painful to be canceling the gigs like all the time dude i mean like like you know us here at kx except we do benefit shows and and, and all that and 2020 we just kept believing or kind of wanting to things to be normal again but we canceled them all it was uh, kind of painful yeah and i'm definitely ready to get back to san francisco too hell yeah I'm you have the best sounding venues in my opinion in the country that is that is correct i agree with you on that and when that happens when you come back to san francisco come to kxsf let's hang out and let's create something cool together oh i'd love to 
Awesome. So uh, Hideaway is coming out on July 16th via Fat Possum. That's a Friday, I suppose. Uh, nine tracks, and uh, we're very, very happy to have you guys back with new music. You guys uh, make your followers, and uh, San Francisco very happy about that. Uh, well, thank you very much, Guillermo. Thanks, brother. What are you going to be doing for the rest of the day? What are your plans? Uh, I'm going to walk my dog. Nice. And then I'm going to work my night shift. Unfortunately, I'm still in the camp of the musicians who have to have a job. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> and uh, but it's easy. I only have a three-hour shift. Oh, and really? then, uh, Not that bad. And then I'll probably just smoke weed and watch Seinfeld. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, man. I, I, I enjoy that uh, doing that myself as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Joseph, thank you so much for the call, brother. I appreciate it. And again, when things get better and you guys come to San Francisco, because obviously you guys are going to come back to San Francisco, uh, let's uh, meet and let's hang out and let's have fun. Hell yeah. Sounds good. Thanks, brother. I'm going to play uh, Help is on the Way to celebrate this interview, and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you, man. All right. Thanks a lot. Cheers. Take care. Bye. Bye. Excellent. Uh, that was Stephen Pope from the legendary band Waves in Rocknetto at KXSF 102.5 FM San Francisco. It feels kind of weird, to be honest, uh, to, to just have said what I said. Anyway, this is uh, Help is on the Way by Waves in Rocknetto at KXSF.
That is a brand new single by Waves. Help is on the way out of their 2021 upcoming album, Hideaway, that is going to be coming out on July 16th. Be a fat person records if.